Welcome back, guys. Another episode of uh, In the Room with Romain Eggs. Um, we are recording uh, today, uh, nearly end of the week. Um, hopefully, you guys had a good week, uh, which actually went really, really fast um, from my perspective. Uh, and uh, it's uh, this episode will come out uh, tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow, Sunday, 9 a.m. Hopefully, you guys will be looking forward to it. Living on the edge, Romy and Eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, just a day before it's supposed to be uploaded. It's just what we <laughs> love. Um, yes, it has been. Uh, I, I love fast weeks. Fast weeks means that I've been productive. Mm-hmm. And it's nearly tax time. So, tax man, you know, be give me a little bit something extra this year. Mm, if you're lucky. Yes, or else I'm owing. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> you're lucky you're the ones paying. Um, but good to good to catch up again. Um, I think we have a, a very exciting topic um, for for this week's episode, um, which I'm sure everybody would love <laughs> to hear about and would love to uh, kind of dive in, so to speak. Um, what are we What are we talking about this week? Sex. Mm. Oh, that came out pretty confident from my mouth. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you've been listening to all of our previous, what, what are we on now? 21 episodes. If you've listened mm. to any of these ones that we do get into sex, you know I'm a bit mute sometimes or I get giddy. Prude, I think Prude. is the word. Yeah, yes, I am a prude when it comes to this, but I feel like I'm getting I'm getting better. Mm. Thank You're you. probably getting some. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about you? What do you mean? Because you are talking about sex. this. <laughs> that means I'm getting I'm getting consistent sex. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Is that too much information? Sorry about the friends and uh Family. <laughs> My niece and nephew, get off this one. Come and visit me another time. But yes, let's get into the room, listeners. Are we putting a disclaimer again and uh, saying that um, uh, adults only episode? Yes, AO. Do you remember when that used to come on TV? When the, the TV ratings were AO or, R, or G. G for it was a general rated and then AO. They don't have that mm-hmm. anymore. They just say sex scenes. Um, it's R. They still do it like rated R. Okay. Rated G. Yeah. It's been a while since I've read those. Some more little words on the TV. But yes, AO for today. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about sex. Any any topics that are um, relating to sex, uh, but I think we did we did write some points here that uh, that we can follow. But um, if uh, if any of these points that we mentioned uh, for this week's episode, you uh, you listeners have your own thoughts as well, feel free to send us a message or a DM. Um, but one specific topic that I have in mind is. Um, sex before marriage versus sex after marriage it's a nice thought (laughs) (laughs) no sex before marriage i think that was very strong um I, i i didn't do that i had sex before marriage um but there was, you know, in my probably late teens, I, I did have a thought of, you know, I would love to save myself. For that one person, there was an area in my life where I thought I, w- I would love to be a nun. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't last long. Um, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's a great, I think it's a great thing if, if you know, girls or boys do want to live that life and go to that path where they just want to save it just for that one person. But then would you expect the other person to do the same? Like, are you only driven to those people that are virgins? 
Mm, it's very hard to say these days. I mean, it 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 happens. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not saying that uh, it's it's you know it it doesn't exist or that one or two people doesn't exist. But I think um, it's very the generation now is very fluid. Um, it is different, I, I suppose, on how you look at it, right? Like, why do you choose to preserve your virginity uh, and and give it and cash it out uh, after marriage? Uh, is it because of cultural reasons, religious mm. reason, reasons, or just your own personal reasons, right? Um, it's obviously different uh, anatomically, uh, man versus woman. Um, you know, for 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 us, like there's no um, there's no proof that we are still a virgin, uh, as opposed to you know to you women. Um, yeah. <laughs> is it is it brought up in your community? Do you um, know a few people that are in the same sex relationships that, or has someone asked you? You mean the the gay community? Yes. Yeah. Um. In um. Uh. You know, I I volunteer uh at Acon, right? So I'm doing these workshops, and they um they we sometimes have uh, participants that are, you know, very early stages of their uh, gender identity, um, and some of them haven't had any uh, sexual relations just yet. So um, they can be, you know, considered or classified as as virgin, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah, so so it does happen. Um, so, so I think one or two I could remember um, haven't had any sexual relations at all, uh, whether it be opposite sex or same sex. If you could turn back time, would, I mean, did you even have a thought of that? going into your young adulthood about that? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, teenage years, right? Like hormones really take over. So yes, while it's it was taught at school because I went to a, um, uh, you know, a uh, private school run by nuns. Mm. So the, the, you know, we were, we were, taught of the sanctity of marriage um, and the relationship between a man and a woman. Um, but um, as soon as I had a girlfriend, like, and yes, I had a girlfriend, I had girlfriends um, in high school. Um, and my very first sexual experience was with a woman. Um, it, it just literally took over. Um, and yeah, it, it never really crossed my mind on you know, should I have saved myself for the right person? Mm. That... Well, one interesting um, a thing in the Tongan culture that I am aware of in regards to saving yourself for marriage, um, I went to a friend of mine's wedding and I did not know that on that same night, the newlyweds go into a room that's been prepared by the female ladies in the family. Everyone sits outside. The newlyweds go in and do their business because the girl is supposed to be the virgin. And then after that is done, the ladies of the family goes in there and cleans it up to sort of like make sure that she was a virgin. Mm. Like how... And I know, look, I'm not Tongan. I am married to a Tongan. Um, but just how much pressure. But like for the Tongan culture, that's just their culture. That is mm -hmm. just what is done. That, so that is very normal for them. But from mm -hmm. an outside person, like, going, what the hell? Because even I, when I was there on the night, I was like, what are we all doing here? Um, and they go, oh, we're just waiting until they finish in the room. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of people. <laughs> like, that is a, a scary, yeah, a lot of audience, but that's the culture. Mm -hmm. um, do you think 
because if I think about it and like let's say I saved myself you know you're looking at the late 20s you start I would feel terrified to even go into any sexual I don't know if I could do it what do you mean because if you go what if you don't do it for so long it's not such a it's not a big deal because i mean there was periods in my life where you know it was nothing it didn't mean anything to me um i was really literally living life well yeah i i, I think it's quite the opposite for me mm-hmm. um and, and, and not just speaking because i'm a guy um i think during that time i can i can remember like if you're still a virgin when you're 18 or 19 you're considered a late bloomer like what hey, what are you doing like why haven't you had sex yet you know what i mean so there's there's mm-hmm. that element of peer pressure um and and fitting into um fitting into the society i suppose like you're if you're a guy you're still a virgin at 20 20 years old or 21 years old like what's wrong with you um that's that's why i said like you know there's there's a lot of there's quite a lot of varying factors on why someone decided to preserve their virginity right like it could be um it could be that you know they could be really really religious um and they really believe in you know especially on some of the like i think I might be wrong here, but like Muslim culture or um, some sections in, in some societies in Asia, like they don't really believe in, um, you know, having couples, having some sex- sexual relationship even before marriage. Mm. In the Philippines, or like my mother's generation and generation before that, obviously they really like push, you know, they even accompany the the couple when they go on dates and stuff like that but right now it's like the teenagers right now or the the early 20s it's something that is really not frowned upon um especially here in australia i don't think it's it's quite a big deal but Mm. it's more of like being responsible during that age yeah i think it is around your upbringing upbringing culture religion um to the decisions that you make when it comes to um sex and Mm. marriage what do you think are the pros having sex before marriage i i think it's good so you know what you're dealing with you know but then i feel like it's yeah that's my pros you know you're testing Mm-hmm. you're testing you're learning each other's body um and because it is a big factor to maintaining the relationship that you're sexually compatible yes mm-hmm. you can learn and you grow together but i think you do need to have that chemistry mm. that's my thoughts yeah i agree completely um like in in the in the queer community i think Sometimes, and I've mentioned this uh, on on the previous episodes. Like sometimes, sex is is the primary um, kind of priority uh, to 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 start with any. You know, sex for us can start a relationship. That sex for us can start a friendship, um, amongst other things. Um, and yeah, I agree. Like testing the sexual compatibility of two people is is kind of primal. Um, in order for to kind of gauge whether the relationship is going to last or not but so you're saying that if you're not sexually compatible with your partner then that's that could lead to a breakup um i don't feel like it i think it's like third or fourth on my list you know first i've got to be attracted to you then you know we have to have the communication uh, we've got to have some interest um outside of the attraction and then i mm-hmm. think a sex is on my third list i think it you can you can train each other on what each other likes or the, the preferences i mm-hmm. think that comes with growing within the relationship 
but I don't mm. think it's a deal breaker for me. Okay. Mm. What if you, you know, the first time you saw the other person's naked, right? Like the, uh, there's obviously like, I'm sure, you know, even if, even if anybody uh, will say like, oh, I don't really expect anything when, when, you know, the first time that we had sex, I'm sure you expect something, what they will look like without their clothes on. You know, for, for me, I'm speaking for myself, like, okay, does he have a good body? Does he have a smooth, you know, nice chest, hairy chest, no hair? Um, do they have muscles in the right places? Are they big, small, average, huge? <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, is it like... Um, do they have bad breath? Do they have a nice smell? Body or odor. Mm. But I feel like with me personally, I will, you know, I, I that's what dating's for. You know, but I, I'm not sure in your side because I feel like it's really fast-paced. You know, there are many dates where I can visualize and touch and smell and before jumping in the sheets. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't you don't give in, you don't give out on the first day. Oh no, no. No, okay. honey. This flower is very precious. Okay, just on the second day. <laughs> <laughs> didn't take that long yeah maybe after two and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> but I, I i i understand where you're coming from however i um you know in 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 the workshops that i facilitate with at acon um we have this topic about how easy is it to communicate if you're not sexually compatible right so do you think for you so you're saying that, okay, it's not a, if you're not sexually compatible, that's where you kind of learn and train each other, right? Do you think it's easier to communicate to each other how you I mean, like it, when you like it? Yes. But it, ta it takes a lot of time, you know, to have the confidence. You don't want to um, also, I am that person that I always put myself on the other side of the fence or the other person's eyes or feelings that I do and say things I I think that in my head several times before it comes out of my mouth to make sure that I'm not gonna hurt the other person so it's all about the delivery as well and you just know the right timing yeah but if the sex is already shit from the start yeah no but if you don't communicate that and teach the person if you if you really like them physically, if you really like the vibe of the conversations and you feel like you both have the same goals and values within life, then that can be worked on, I feel. Yeah, but we're just talking about sex. Everything, everything is working. Everything okay. is working. Communication, <laughs> you're compatible, whatever. We're just talking about sex. How yeah. easy is it to communicate? what you want and how you want it easy okay. <laughs> i believe you you have to be direct if it's really that important to you and depending on where sex sits on your ladder if it's very important you should be very confident in telling your partner your husband whoever you're seeing that they need to you know, move a little bit different with you when you're under the sheets. I disagree because for me, um, when there's feelings already involved, sometimes it can be a bit tricky to communicate that kind of component to the, you know, to your other partner. I'm not saying that it's impossible. It is possible, but it is difficult when you already have when you when there's feelings already involved um yes it's workable you can improve on the sex life you can improve uh the the communication on how to fill in the gaps 
no pun intended, but the, um, I, I think for me, the, the, the sooner the, you know, the sooner that we realize that, okay, sex is actually quite like, you know, you, if I meet a guy, for example, and, and for the very first time, I like him physically, I like, you know, there's, there's attraction there. And then when it comes to the bedroom, it's like I was having sex with a dead fish. Then that's probably, you know, that's probably not a, uh, he wouldn't have a second visit. Yeah, and I think that's the difference is you, your lifestyle is very fast paced. You either, and sex is, is a higher priority for you. Mm. No, uh, when with my girlfriends before, like my, obviously the first time is not always mind blowing, right? The first, mm. very first time that you had sex is not always like, okay, this is amazing. Um, but um, we kind of improved along the way because I was leading, you know, I was leading the whole activity. Um, and <laughs> like you do, you dominant <laughs> you. <laughs> you already know that there's kind of gaps in the like. I'm trying to kind of mince my words here, but if your partner is awful in bed i think it's 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 very hard to improve and communicate once already there's kind of like a romantic component mm. into it or drink some more alcohol take another shot mm. things might get better like <laughs> <laughs> turn into someone really different <laughs> okay well what what do you think about the cons are there any cons? About having sex before marriage? Mm-hmm. Well, well, then you know what you're dealing with. Yeah, so what are, what are the bad side of it? So when you know already what you're dealing with and you're not happy. If you're not if happy you and it's up. important to you, then you would have to break up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the cons, I don't see any cons of it. Mm -hmm. Not that I can think of right now. Um, if uh, if I'm having a sex, if I'm having sex with a girl, I could and and not using protection, I could easily catch um, diseases. Mm. Um, but that's just being parties. stupid. That's yeah. I mean. It, how long have we known about safe sex? You know, uh, I think that's been out there for a long time when we were young, probably not the last generation, but I feel like it, it has been voiced. Mm -hmm. Safe sex should be a mm -hmm. very high practice in your life. If you're in the dating scene. Yes. I think the generation now, yes, they're very much educated on that. But um, sometimes, you know, sometimes spontaneous sex just happens, right? Um, for heteros or for straight couples, there's could be like unplanned pregnancy. Mm. Um, and then if you're not ready, you know, girl gets pregnant and then you're not ready because you're young or whatever, for whatever reason, then you ended up breaking up and the, you know, there's, there's a child involved. So that's, that's yeah. the um, You can catch uh, STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, what else? You have sex and then you ghost the other person. Yeah. You already had what you wanted. I feel like ghosting, that's something very new. Um, within relationships that a lot of people well I think it's just been labeled now um mm -hmm. ghosting what are your thoughts on condoms um, because I mean I like the, you know prevention of STDs right mm -hmm. um well that's the one of the um you know main reason um but in the queer community um there's uh, a prevalence now of a lot of gay guys um prefer not to use condoms mm. um, 
only because we, uh, for our listeners, um, within the gay community, we have this uh, drug that we call PrEP, so P-R-E-P. Um, and that has actually uh, been approved by the FDA, and it's 90% uh, or more um, uh, in the prevention of HIV, which is the virus that uh, causes AIDS. But that's only eliminating one disease. Exactly. It doesn't prevent capturing or catching other sexually transmitted diseases. Um, However, uh, you know, if you you are having a monogamous, uh, if you are in a monogamous relationship, uh, if if you have a stable and uh, frequent partner that you have sex with, then you know that it's only him and, and me that are having sex and not having sex with the whole village, then that's fine. <laughs> A lot of people even say the reasons why they don't like um, using condoms is because mm-hmm. the sex is different. Well, it feels different. Okay. It feels different. Um, like for me personally, uh, it, it, Sometimes when, because you have to stop, right? Like, you, you know, you're in the middle of it and then <laughs> you, you stop because you, you know, you have to get the condom. Mm. Um, you kind of lose the moment, right? So, um, and then either either your partner or yourself will lose the, you know, the erection. I'm trying to be polite on our podcast. Can you imagine? Uh-huh, like this trying, is the first. I'm trying I don't to be know why you're trying to you. be polite. Bring out Romy, um, whatever this person, whoever I'm speaking to, put them back in the room and bring the real Romy out. Okay, so no more safe words. So uh, um, if, uh, if you're, you know, you're in the heat of it, if you're in the heat of doing sex, having sex, and then you put a stop and put a condom, you lose, you lose your heart on, you lose the erection uh, of, of the penis. Um, and then again, you have to start all over again. Time waster. Time waster. Yeah. So let's just, you know, let's just get on with it. Um, but it, it's for us, the, when prep came out, um, it was revolutionary. Re- revolutionary for us because number one yeah it's it's over 90 percent effective preventing hiv um but it doesn't give us the license to you know have sex without condoms or have sex without protection willy-nilly yes because it's only protecting you from one Mm, exactly yeah but safety should be the highest priority because there's so Mm. much out there they could really, really change your life, you know, mm-hmm. just from being all hot and heated, you know, getting, you can bring it back up. You can get mm. that erection back up. Don't you worry, but put the safety cap on. But it feels different. It feels different. Whether you're the receiver or the giver, um, it feels different. And it's not just about the gay community, right? I mean, now the, the, the technology in manufacturing condoms are different, right? You get the mm. thick ones, you get the thin ones, you get the flavored ones, you get the ribbed condoms, um, and so on and so forth, right? So that, that was amazing. But before, you only have the standard... Um, standard. <laughs> yeah, the standard rubber condoms. Like a glove. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like you're having... You know, you have something wrapped on your on your penis, and it doesn't feel the same if you're having it if you're doing it all natural. Yeah, you really felt the rubber, mm. um, but you still get what you want. You know, without the headaches afterwards or the thinking about it. What are your thoughts around about the pull out method? Well, don't really need it. <laughs> I know that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, why did we have that as a topic? I'm like, that's only one-sided. Uh, the pill or the pull-out method. I was never a pill person. Never so liked it. And, uh, and oh, I had pull out, other pull out with a prayer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with the whole village pray. <laughs> <laughs> pull oh, out with a prayer. Mom. 
Um, no, because I mean, there's so many other things that have come out, just like how you said, how condoms have definitely evolved throughout the years, as well as the preventions for the ladies. You know, it's not just the pill. You know, we, we there's this one up which I think it's IUD, and it lasts for five years, and it's like a sticking a fishing hook up there. And then you've got a, a vagina. Yeah, literally, it's like you know what a fishing hook looks like, right? It's just one sided mm-hmm. hook. Well, this one put two fishing hooks together side by side. That's what an I IUD looks like. And then they stick it up your uterus. It sort of like um, puts barriers. So no no swimmers go up there. Still does not prevent you from diseases. This is just prevention from getting pregnant. Mm. Okay. So you still require the condom. Um, But there's a lot more. Um, Is that rod that you um, insert in, like, in, in, like shoulders or something. Yes. And it's valid for like three months or something? Um, no, it's roughly about three years. I have that rod. Three years. Yeah. I think the last rod I had in there for 10 years. Oh, bless. And with the whole village praying at the same time. You just forget. <laughs> That's why I never did pills. <laughs> never did pills. <laughs> I would just totally bloody forget. Um. What are you, sex with lights on or off? Um, off. Mm. I think it changed. In, the, in my earlier, my prime days, um, it, it didn't matter. But now I like it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it's body. It depends. It depends on where you are or where you do it. Mm. If uh, if in the bedroom, like at least the bedroom light that you can dim, um, uh, or you know, at le- it's not like you turn on the main light and then you can see every nooks and crannies. <laughs> you dim <laughs> it a little bit, like a candle, like a candle mm. in the room. It's more romantic. Yeah, definitely lights off for me. Now, hold on, let's go back. You said it depending on where. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Where's the weirdest place that you've had sex? Um, like for real? <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> are, are we lying on this podcast now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how much am I going to reveal. Okay, um, up to you. Wherever people, you feel comfortable. People do know me. Some some people that are listening do know me. <laughs> well, that should have been a disclaimer in the beginning as well. There's some people in Romy's life should not be on this podcast episode. Whatever's whatever's being discussed on the on the podcast remains on the podcast. Um, weirdest place that I've had, had sex with, uh, apart from the usual venues. When I say venues, I like the sex on premises venues. Um, uh, botanical gardens. Oh. Mm. So you're the one that ruined all the roses. Yeah, that's why they put uh, <laughs> bars <Gate>. everywhere. <laughs> put the <Yeah>. gates. <laughs> Security <laughs> cameras up. That was Romy people. That was a long time ago. That was actually quite fun. It was very, it was very uh, exhilarating. And not just the actual sex itself. Um, but it was... Um, Long story short, um, went out at Oxford Street, met met up with this guy. Oxford Street um, lives on. We we you know I was uh, I wasn't able to. He doesn't have a place. I don't have a place. So we decided to just go for a walk, and then we ended up um, at the botanical gardens. Um, and it was a Saturday night. Bot- botanical gardens obviously were closed, mm-hmm. um, but then he suggested, "Oh, do you want to you know." follow me and jump, jump over the fence. Um, and we did. Uh, and I don't know how familiar are you with botanical gardens? Like when you were, when you're coming into the entrance. Um, we, we're the really going to tell the listeners where this happened. Okay. <laughs> so listeners, if you happen to walk past botanical gardens, I've been there. 
vision. So every time they go to the botanical <laughs> gardens, they've got to be walking down memory lane with you. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. You walk in. Where are we going? So when you're walking, when the when you're into the entrance uh, near the water, so you, you like there's the 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 uh, the water edge, right? Like there's a wall and then there's like fences. Um, so it's already closed. So what we did is we had to kind of climb over the fence near the water. So it's life threatening as well, but exciting at the same time. But we managed to climb over the fence, got into botanical gardens. It was dark, obviously, but there's like lights, fence lights. Um, and um, yeah, we looked, we lied down, we looked at the stars and it was pretty romantic and took off our clothes and just did the deed. Oh, really living on the edge. It's so funny how back in the younger days, you're not even thinking about like how close you are to the edge of falling and dying. No. <laughs> in the heat I of the moment, <laughs> you wanted it that bad, but you yeah, would die for <laughs> Are you a cuddler in bed? I like after yeah, sex. Like, yeah, depends. Okay. Yeah, depends, depends how hard I work. <laughs> depends if I still have energy to cuddle you. Okay. I think it depends on depends on the person. Mm. Depends on who I had sex with. Sometimes yeah. I just pick them out. Like, okay, you can go. Are you comfortable with sex toys? Because I'm not. Um, yeah, when I was in a relationship, no. Mm. Uh, I have to admit. Um, although I did, um, I did meet uh, this German guy. Um, he's my, he was my third uh, partner, um, short term. Um, and uh, he had many toys uh, underneath the bed. Um, but never that he used on me. Oh. Yeah. So just for self-pleasure. Pleasuring other people. Oh, okay. Not me. He stopped, okay. obviously, when we were together, but then it was it was still there. But do you, do you like it? Do you like, do you have any sex toys? Or do, you, do we want to share that? <laughs> Sorry, oh. I'm just throwing you. Why not? You've already told them about botanical gardens. Empty yeah. the bed. Yeah. Uh, botanical gardens, if you're listening, please don't come after me. <laughs> that was a long time ago. We're definitely um, not getting sponsored. Um, but I do have sex toys now, and I use sex, sex toys. Um, and, and I enjoy using it, especially during COVID period where you are not allowed to have sex with people. You need to have sex toys. Mm. It's healthy. Yeah. What about introducing someone into the bedroom? No. What do you mean? No. Like if when I was single or like now, like a third person? Right, right oh, yeah. A third person? Oh, hell no. Get the hell out of here. I'm the only performer of the night or the day. What if it's a guy? No. Not needed. <laughs> <laughs> I only need one. I don't need to make it complicated. One is enough. Ooh, <laughs> one. Hello, Ben. Yes. Honey. <laughs> my stallion. <laughs> oh, get out of my bed. You need to get out of my bed, Romy. <laughs> I think we already um, established that there's there's three people in this yeah. relationship. <laughs> there's there's two people in the bed, but three people in my head. So yeah. that's how this relationship works. <laughs> How about your? I'm a hundred percent no. How about yourself? Um. Yes. Okay. Three men. Well, I've done it before. Oh wow! I'm not. Well, I'm, in <laughs> I'm getting visuals. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the pause, <laughs> listeners. Not while I'm in the relationship, though. Like, if I'm in a relationship and we uh, agree that we're exclusive, then mm -hmm. that's different, right? But if if it's just, like, a, a casual kind of thing, then, yeah, like, yeah, that's different. three people, yeah. four if people. Oh, yeah. four. That's adventurous. 
But mm. has has it ever been brought up in any of your relationships from the other partner, other side, that they not wanted to my, maybe introduce it? Not my long term one. Okay. Um, the the short terms, yes. The German. The German, because he's oh German, German. yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not stereotyping here, guys. It's mm-hmm. just this one German that will not be named. If you mm-hmm. knew Romy, you're the one. what do you think for like for you what is a healthy the frequency of having sex well maybe when you're in a relationship Mm. um well last time that actually was one of the challenges that we had when i was in the long term because we Mm you know, we were hot and heavy in the, in the first few years and it kind of dwindled it out, not for any specific uh, fault, not to any yeah. fault of anybody, but, you know, we worked busy with work. Um, I was, I was uh, depressed during that time, so no sex drives whatsoever. And it was kind of one of the main issues that we've had, um, the frequency of sex. But um, I think, twice or three times a week or four times a week is, is a healthy number for me. Yeah, I like that number. I'm a three, four, really depends. You know, us lady, we go through menstrual cycles and this is every month the body gets cleansed down there in the beautiful flower um, and then the mood swings. But yeah, three to four times, I think that's very healthy. Mm. Okay. So we both agree on that, people. Thank you. (laughs) More the merrier, you know? More the merrier when it comes to frequency, but we're happy with um, three to four. Do you you follow a calendar or a schedule? No. No need for that. Just just the vibe. Mm. So would you just, you know, the look and the kids are not around? (laughs) oh we have our little banter before it like oh you know it's it's been a while it's been a while since you've come to the buffet oh that this (laughs) this is getting people too much into the room with me (laughs) okay Okay, we're going to do the pull out method out of my room okay interpret that in in so many things in so many ways um uh, are you quite adventure having four times four times of sex in a week um are you quite sexually adventurous are we talking about positions any yeah positions yeah um is it just staple in the bedroom or it can also happen in the sofa in the garage Oh yeah, okay. I'm a adventurous that way. I hope the listeners, my nieces and nephews, my children, if my boys even listen to this, I hope they stopped in the beginning, um, like I told them to. Um, but yes, I am adventurous. Okay. I love it how I just I, I answer it and it's just a full stop. So yeah. you need to carry on that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I am adventurous. <laughs> you are. I am adventurous. I mean, I um uh for me spontaneity that's the advantages of living alone, right? Like for me, like I could just walk naked um anywhere in in the, in the sections mm. of my house. Um so, you know, had sex on the sofa. Um had sex in the bedroom, in the bathroom in the bath what do you Not call those room. people Andrea. that love just being naked there's oh, isn't yeah. there a word isn't there yeah. like a name for them yeah i love being naked i love love just viewer. natural viewer mm. or naturalist yes i think naturalist is what i'm familiar with viewer um, is you enjoy 
other people watching you? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it's only one watcher. It's only one viewer <laughs> on that on that show. <laughs> well, your dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not a viewer. I'm a naturalist. Mm. Or so naturist, yeah. I think is the right word. Naturist. Naturist, because you love, you love being naked in, in nature. I just love it, yeah, in my own four walls under the sheets where my children can't see me. I wish I grew up being that confident in bodies and just I know someone that I've worked with that, you know, will sit um, and who has adult children now, will sit and do her work, no bra, just her panties, and that's it. And the kids, it's so natural to them. It's like, oh, mum. Put your boobs around. Oh, shut up. I'm working. Mm. You know, and that because it's just natural. And I wish I did that with my boys. It depends on the age, though. I mean, there's a, there's a kind of limit, I think. I don't think so. It depends who views it. Mm. I, I think each to their own with their body. I think it depends on the viewers of other people mm-hmm. um, where they they place those kind of behaviors and, oh, you know, you shouldn't be doing that when they're 10 years old, you know. Mm. Your body is a natural thing, you know, and it should be in conversation. Your boobs, your vagina, your penis, mm. it should be all common in household conversations, um, just depending on the level that you want to talk about it. Mm. But, yes, sex is healthy. And sex is important. But mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you feel any different, you know, jump on our socials, Facebook, our Instagram, share your views on what we've spoken about today. Mm-hmm. Um, or share your likes and dislikes. That'll be fun. We should actually put up a poll. A, a P O L L or P O L E? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. The P O L E will remain in one room, <laughs> but for the <laughs> listeners, it will be P O L L. Yeah, I agree. Share us your if you have any um, uh, amazing sex stories that you want to share. Um, feel free to post on our Facebook page uh, in the room with Romaine Eggs. Um, or you can DM us uh, on our socials, uh, Instagram in the room with Romaine Eggs with the number four in the end, uh, or on our Twitter page at in the room with R and number two. Yes, um, look, Romy shared his botanical gardens. Someone else has to beat that. You know, someone may be at the Bondi lifeguard. You know, who doesn't watch Bondi surf? The lifesavers. Mm-hmm. You know, share your most exotic experience with us and if you're happy for us to share it on not with podcast, us to us <laughs> oh listen <laughs> if you've got a story about Romy in another place share it with me <laughs> i will make sure that Romy does not get that message <laughs> thank you so much listeners everyone stay safe continue to be kind i really pay, appreciate all the new listeners our loyal listeners it is light and you know fluffy sometimes heavy sometimes sassy and like Romy said sometimes gassy mm. um we have a listener in serbia you know that i know i love it welcome, welcome. welcome uh, our international uh, listener or listeners in, in serbia so thank you very much for following our show um, more to come uh, in, in the future episodes so hopefully you guys see you next time the challenge will be that we're going to say hello to all of those countries that are listening to our podcast so that's something to look out for watch the space have more sex yeah bye safe sex okay. put a cap on it <laughs>